Look out for the stairs. All right, Mary. Are you James Brown? I'm James Brown. Oh, my goodness. Godfather of soul. The first concert I ever saw, it was December 28th, 1969. James Brown and the famous Flames. And we were in literally the last row. Do you have your dancing shoes on? Hey, I got my dancing shoes. Those dancing shoes look a lot like your character shoes that you wore last week. My yeah, character you, shoes? The character shoes that you I ain't you got no character shoes. My name is James. James Brown. <laughs> Last time I met you was 1969. <laughs> You're telling me you see me in cancer shoes? <laughs> you wear cancer shoes? Ah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I feel like every once in a while there's a queen that just manages to completely take over Snatch Game, even from RuPaul. You know, we've seen it with Jinx a couple of times, and I have to say this even more so than anything we've seen with Jinx was a queen taking over Snatch Game. It was like, no, Rue, I'm James Brown right now. Like, <laughs> incredible, incredible. Are you James Brown? <laughs> Are you James Brown? Are you James Brown? <laughs> Did you play with dolls? Would you kai kai with Would her? Would you kai kai with her? Did you rub you my James lamp? Would you ever wear a wig? No, listen, I um I I cackled, I died. I think I think I loved the kind of Ren Fair Disney Park kind of like, what are you talking about? I'm James Brown. Yeah. I don't wear a character shit. <laughs> right. It's like I what it reminds me of is way back, you know, speaking of Jinx, speaking of season five when they did the kids show. And Alaska came out as like the male character, and and RuPaul was like, "Alaska, are you a boy?" And he's like, "I'm not. I'm I'm so and so." Like Alaska was like, "No, I'm Huckleberry Jim or whatever." Uh, right, and right. It, it just I don't know. I I love what a what a queen's like. Yup. <laughs> what about this? Yes, and what about this? Yeah, the 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 quickness, the the commitment. It's almost like RuPaul was playing Simon Says with Safira at that point, mm -hmm. and didn't say Simon Says, and Ru and and Safira didn't give her anything. Yeah, uh, Safira was like, "Nope, I'm James Brown. What are you talking about? My are you calling out my character shoes right now, Ru? Fuck you!" Right, <laughs> and then to bring up the concert again. I mean, it uh, was just, uh, it was perfect. Gold. It was great. Gold. Uh, yeah, belongs in a playbook. Belongs in a what to do. Yeah. You know, pay attention in the workroom and bring it up later. It, it's very smart. It's also why Maya did really well this week. Oh, she did? <laughs> oh, did she? <laughs> it's also why Maya fulfilled the brief for her story arc this week. She, How about that? She did. <clears throat> she did. She did not go home yet, but they've got a design challenge next week. So, you know. Uh, well, listen, while we're talking about Safira just sort of nailing how to do this with Rue, not only were they just like best of friends in the workroom, um, to the point where I'm kind of like, do they have each other's numbers yet? Is she going over there for, you know, in her architectural digest, uh, you know, little disco room and listening to disco and dancing sober. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing them actually being like colleagues based on how they talked 
uh, based on you know how she spoke with Bianca, there you could just see that rapport. Um, and this workroom kind of discussion, I think, even furthered that, where they were like, "Oh yeah, James, oh right, nineteen six, oh of course." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just feel like RuPaul loved that, and then RuPaul got to have this other moment with her quote unquote with her new friend during snatch game. Like, Hey girl, I see your character shoes. You know, I, I, it was such a, it was such a, I, I don't know. Like it wasn't as if Safira was even a contestant. Cause you're not supposed to really call that out. You know, you're not supposed to purposely break their character. Right. Right. Well, I think that one of the things is that like, Safira is someone who RuPaul doesn't have that like, oh, you've never heard of this. You're too young for that reference. Like, right. So RuPaul doesn't have that barrier up because Safira gets her references. And I feel like I feel like that's a big thing for Ru with these queens. And and I feel like if we look back to, you know, the early seasons of Drag Race, I don't know that it's an interesting point of view of like the references, like everybody was making the same references. And now I feel like the Queens are making references where Rue's like, I don't, I don't know who that Mm. is and I don't care. And so Safira kind of like is on that level with her. Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, well, even to the point where when she did the James Brown, like, you know, I mean, if you've watched sister act two, you know, this, if you've watched, uh, True Beverly Hills, you know this bit um, that James Brown did where it's like, ah, I can't go on, I can't go on, right? And then, like, all of a sudden, he's fine again and he's dancing. Um, that's that's a James Brown bit. And so for Safira not only to, like, do that in the middle of the Snatch Game, but then to watch RuPaul be like, okay, everybody, wait, we have to let, we have to let her do the bit. She's doing the bit. Oh, mm-hmm. is she okay? Can she go on? Uh, it was, I, I just, it was such a beautiful little moment. Right, because Ru knows that she's going to She's going to yeah, do the bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she knew that. She knew that. You know, I don't I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Little Black Book, but it's almost as if RuPaul <laughs> is Stacy and Safira is Joyce. And RuPaul's like, "Gosh, I feel like we could be friends despite this whole situation that we're in." You know, like I kind of think that Safira is the Joyce of Drag Race. Oh my God! That's a. Did you stretch before that reach? I'm oh just no! Wondering. I no. I, don't I want you to pull anything. I barely had to get out of bed for that one. That is, you know. Listen, maybe you just haven't seen the movie Little Black Book yet. Maybe you just is not as familiar with it as I am. You know what, Mary? Omission is betrayal. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, keep you can do, and uh, I just need to understand if they were intentionally making all of those KKK references in the movie Little Black Book. Uh, Mary's, no, no, no. we are going to be talking about Little Black Book on the only Mary's level this week. And I just had to give you a taste because I have so many thoughts and feelings. And you may be wondering, why are you talking about Little Black Book this week? There's so many things you could be talking about because we needed to talk about Little Black Book. Mary, I'm the biggest hockey nut this side of Newark. So. Oh. <laughs> you know, this, you know, all the, you know, all the celebrities come to the, the, kangaroo cafe to be seen uh in trenton oh. <laughs> wait, wait uh, we'll save i no, have... no it wasn't trenton no 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 no. where no. were they where does she have that restaurant that's not new york oh i don't know where it wasn't new york no you're right but it wasn't trenton no no that was like i don't know montclair oh know. my gosh it'd be so far i feel like i would i would accept cherry hill I don't know. Have you been there, Mary? Oh, I should have known. I should have known. All right. Listen, Mary, we are going off on a tangent. But 
Safira Cristal as James Brown was an absolute delight. We have so many things and thoughts and uh, opinions about the Snatch Game for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16 this week. Um, I have some fun facts to share about Snatch Game, which some will go on to nuance. They all right, Mary, after show. And I'll try to share as many as I can this week. But before we go on, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Oh, I, well, of course, they're listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queenie, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and look out for the stairs! And I'm Colin, and Morphine, you didn't even like her. Ugh. <laughs> uh. And we are, we are here. We're here for another, we're here for episode eight. Was episode eight of season 16? Yeah, and there's uh, eight queens left now after episode eight. Wow. So that wow. Feels good. Um, feels good. You know, one of the queens who's not with us in, the, in this competition anymore is Megami. And we've been kind of oh, just Megami. casually saying Megami. And, I'm, and it, it occurred to me this morning you know, because we've been trying, you know, we've been solving earworms lately. Did you Kai Kai with her? We've been solving earworms. And I thought, is Megami, is it a variation of Menomina, you know? No, not for me. When I hear Megami, I'm, it's it's very much like uh, some, like, you know, Italian mob boss movie, you know? Megami. Megami, yeah. Megami, yeah. Yeah, that. it's just like, it's just the sound of dropping a bag of groceries on the counter. Megami, you know? A paper bag of groceries. Megami. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh. It's, it, you know what it is? It's kind of like closing a, a like a, a Buick car door. Yeah. Megami. <laughs> and then it closes. Yeah. <laughs> Megami. Yeah. You know, that, that, that creak. That, that door. Oh, yes. my God. It's that door that, in, like, Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. That door will chop your whole fucking leg off. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck That'll yeah. take your Very whole dangerous. leg off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Megami. <laughs> Megami. Oh, yeah. she's She's got a Lincoln Town Car with those Megami doors. Uh, love her. Yeah, uh, love her. But anyway, I, if I didn't talk about that now, when was I going to talk about it? Megami. Yeah, well, you know, it was fun to wa to watch Maya sort of <laughs> read Megami down. Um, you know, it was it was a side of Maya that we hadn't really seen before. Uh, you know, at, at once I was like, oh, she's going home this week. And then in retrospect, I'm like, oh, they're they're showing this kind of new breath of life in Maya. Yeah, I mean, I am still getting a lot of like Stacey Lane Matthews. Like, I'm just gonna bring it. Like, I'm just, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna be, sure. I'm gonna be who I am at home when I leave the house, and all my cousins are like, "Oh, is that Stacey?" That's you know, people. There's so much to say about obscure Drag Race references, and we do need to do a whole episode on it. But I have so many, I think, sprinkled in this episode, and one of them is when Stacey Lane Matthews talks about in her season about when she's home. And she goes out and about, and her cousins are yelling oh. out the window, Ooh, is that Stacy? Hey, girl, it's just me. It's just me, girl. I just love, like, Stacy, the, the, the celebrity of Back Swamp. I love it. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's adorable. It's and I just love those cousins that are just cheering her on. Oh, well, it, yeah, so that's an interesting parallel here to Maya, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, because Maya is um, also very quiet, and apparently at home with her friends, she's, you know, she's out there flipping, and we just like to see a little bit of that. We just like to see a little bit of the Miami Maya that she claims to be. Listen, I think Maya is adorable. I One of our Marys wrote in for the Mary Mailbag about um, RuPaul's Junior High and how this this season's cast we can kind of see and how, how we would cast them in our uh, RuPaul School for Girls. Yes. And I, I got to say, Maya, for me, I don't know, maybe it's because I like, I feel like I've taught this girl, but she's the shy girl in class who's also just sort of a nightmare in the hallways. Uh, you Like, as a teacher, you see it from afar, but when she's in class, like, she's super quiet. She's It's sort of like theater kid energy in a way. Um, I just feel like she gets, she gets gr- like, okay grades in school, but the reason Maya stands out is because she also runs the student-led talent show every year. Mm. Like, there is an authority to Maya, but it's... It's when there's no adults around. That's how I see Maya. I could, I can see that. Yes, I. Yeah, uh, I, I like the idea that Maya is like quietly running the talent show, and that like then when it comes to choreography, she just kind of like, all right, everybody, get on stage. All right, come on out, follow me. <laughs> like this is a very deep cut, and I don't even know if this video exists anymore. But back in the day, there was this iconic video of this little girl. I think at like a school talent competition, and her name was Miracle Jackson, and she just stood up there in like a white top and jeans, chewing gum, dancing. Oh, and God. let me tell you, at first you're like. Oh man. Oh man. Like this is this talk about restless leg syndrome. But then eventually she it just takes off and she gets the audience in the palm of her hand and she gets that beat and it's so good. But you look at her and you're like, this girl, it's gonna be a miracle, you know, if she pulls this off and she does. And I'm starting to wonder if Maya Amon LePage is in fact Miracle Jackson. Somebody please confirm or deny. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the, this video right now. Did you find it? Of, <laughs> yes. Of that girl she's doing the same. She's doing the same. Yep. Role. And the song is great. The song is like, oh my god, the song's my oh, favorite okay. part of that I'm video. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe it's still uh, out there. <laughs> oh, thank God. Well, she apparently um, student nails Michael Jackson dance routine. Uh, no, that's not her. But no, she she has a she's back in 2024 is Shut. is the, the title of this. Wow. Let's see. Oh, no, it looks like it's the same video. Yeah, she's doing nothing. She's doing a whole lot of nothing. But let me tell you, eventually she does a little bit more. Um, OK, well, oh, I see. OK, yeah, she's getting it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is I, I think the energy is similar to Maya's, but obviously Maya, like she can dance. Um, of course. I don't well, know. Maya just seems sort of nerdy. That's all. That's yeah, all. I think she's sort of nerdy. I've seen this. I, I, I think I I saw this maybe on TikTok, but people were talking about, like, you and I have talked about um, Cookie Monster uh, pajama pants. Oh, yeah. P- cookie, cookie Monster pajama pants Co- girls. Yes. But someone was saying, like, oh, like, you know, there's a, there's that girl that, like, in gym class would always walk the mile with you. And like I think I saw on Reddit, someone was like, "Oh yeah," and she's always wearing the the Cookie Monster pajamas. And like on TikTok, there were all these comments of like, "Oh yes, oh yes, I wonder how Brianna's doing." Oh yep, that was Ka- that was Kaylee. And I was like, "Wow, 
the girl in the in the cookie monster pajamas who walks the mile with you in gym class, but like you have no other interaction. Maybe that's Maya. She's she's the girl who walks the mile. Okay. With you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's reminding me of when I was teaching in Chicago. There were girls that would wear those cookie monster pajama bottoms. And they'd also have like a stuffed animal that they'd carry mm. around with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they would sometimes have like a very like quiet, gothy boyfriend. <laughs> like, I don't of know. Of course. Yes. Right. I think nowadays these girls wear like SpongeBob pajama pants. Yeah. It's the same energy. And yes, they have a like a gothy kind of other end of the tracks boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, he's. Kind of sullen. He's probably not. He's probably not that good for her. Like he's he's actually probably not a good kid. No. But she, you know, she sees the tortured soul in him. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and like she feasts on the scraps. You know, to to quote Alanis. Uh, you know. Well, yeah. Well, feast on on scraps. Feast on crabs. Yeah. Feast um, on crabs. Well, listen. Just some other kind of characters in this uh, drag race universe. So obviously, Fira is the veteran teacher who spends almost all of her money on birthday celebrations throughout the year for her classroom. Uh, you have Plasma, the goody two-shoes. I think that she is just like so Rachel Berry energy. I think we all see that. Um, I also see Q as someone's older sister who has major yearbook editor energy. Yeah, I feel like she Q is she's a senior and she has worked her mm. way up and she is somebody's older sister. Ooh. You know, there's even a world where, like, she and plain Jane are, like, stepsisters. Oh, and it was like a... It, they didn't get along at first. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's, yeah, there's, like, a, a lot of tension in that house. You uh -huh. know? <laughs> there's a lot of tension with, with Q's mom and Plain's dad. Yeah, plain Jane is. I mean, she's like the jaded senior girl who has a car. Yeah. Um, and Q doesn't have a car. No. And obviously, like, plain oh my god, definitely doesn't want to share with her. Plain will drive by her and act like she doesn't see her. <laughs> <laughs> Just like facing straight forward while Q is standing right there on the on the curb. Jane, Jane, I'm right here. Room. <laughs> beep beep. You, you know, know, just gone. You know, uh, shout out, ooh, is it Sister Mary Sarah? Yeah, Sister Mary Sarah is the one who asked us about this. Um, and her idea about Plain Jane was that she's like a young sort of TA student teacher who has like boundary problems with students. Oh, uh, yes, I know exactly what she's talking about. You know who she is. I know who yeah. she is. Absolutely. That's pretty spot on. Yeah, because, you yeah. know, like, there's a world where, like, you know, plasma could be a student, plasma could be a teacher. Like, there's a, there's right. a, a tense you know, English teacher who also does the drama club because there isn't a drama department in the school because of budgeting um, in plasma, you know, mm, mm. the drama. Club, I see morphine you know? drama club. That's right. Morphine, Tsunami and Dawn are like the real popular outdoor kids um, They're Yeah, they do everything together like ad nauseum. I feel like um, Maya's. Um, like, I guess if we imagine Maya as like the pajama bottom girl, like that gothy bro that gothy boyfriend would be like Dawn's brother. 
Oh, okay. that's kind of the okay. connection in this Seeing in it. this Peyton place that we're creating. Like those are the little connections. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Let's move on uh, from from that. Maybe we'll have more thoughts on that as the weeks uh, transpire, uh, and we'll bring it on to nuance. But yes, we did have this opening um, with with Maya reading Mugabe down, um, and I, I don't I don't really have much to say about Morphine's story about tsunami. I, when she was telling it, I was like, where is this going? And then she hit it. She hit the, the kind of the, the break, the punchline. I'm just like, eh. you know? oh, I know. I was like, I who cares? Uh, you know, but I do need to ask. Maybe I'm just, you know, D.U.M. dumb. But I don't know if I understand around men, around tsunami. No man is safe, but tsunami always is. Is that a, like a condom joke? Is that a like nobody likes tsunami? I just maybe I didn't get that one, Plaz. Oh wait, Plasma made that. That was Plasma around tsunami. No man is safe, but tsunami is always safe, or tsunami always is. And then they were like, "Ah, that's a good one." And I was like, "I just think you guys left me at the gas station, or at the bus stop, or at the bus stop." You know, <laughs> you speaking of like reading challenge Hall of Fame reads. I have to say, I think it was Katya, right, to Roxy. Mm -hmm. I always think of you every morning when I'm at the bus stop. I mean, kind of broke broke the game there. Well, because it's like, you know, the I think the reading challenge, it's funny that they now always pair the reading mini challenge with Snatch Game because, you mm. know, old gray mares ain't what they used to be, you know? And, like, I think that's just the truth of the matter. <laughs> what? They, Say that again. Old gray mares ain't what they used to be. <laughs> what did ain't you call what they me? Used to be, ain't what they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Megami. Oh, watch your feet. Closing the door. Uh, your uncle's here. I can hear him closing the car door. <laughs> Megami. Oh, my God. Yeah, he had that cigar. Had that cigar. Oh, oh, my God. That second wife. Um. Sal, get the door for me. <laughs> so happy. Megami. Not Phyllis. It was Lara. It was Lara. Phyllis was the yeah, third wife. wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's and right. I don't think I think that was a uh, common law marriage because she had like a thing with a. <laughs> she had something going on in Florida. We, we one day we just never saw Phyllis tough. again. Yeah. It was tough. It was just Megami, and that was the end of Phyllis. <laughs> you don't ask. Listen, listen, one of our Marys asked, like you know, drag race reading challenge. You know, uh, like what are the best ones mm -hmm. uh, in in years past? Um, I think one of our Marys was like, "Is there a bracket challenge coming for the reading challenge?" I mean, I think we can all agree that Juju B is has, has what is it has uh, held up in the, the I can't think of the words, Mary, think, but I, held up in the test of time. Is that what I'm? Yeah, you know, I think that she stood. The withstand she stood. She test of time. She stood, stood the test of time. She stood certainly it. stood. Uh, her yeah. best read being, I mean, I think uh, is your barbecue canceled, um, which I just love. Um, uh, this Tatiana Miss Honey, um, just love her. I think her delivery is great. How she walked up to. Do the reading challenges also equally iconic? Uh, Jujubi is great, um, and then I also mentioned Katya's read of Roxy with the bus stop. But the one that we talk about frequently on this podcast in terms of reading challenges belongs to the 
Keep it foxy, Jocelyn Fox. Mary, do you want to talk about that read? Yes, because by proxy, also Darian Lake, because Darian. So, so, because I always say in this Hall of Fame is also Darian Lake, because lest we forget jokes like, what did a door get on her SATs? Catch up. I mean, like. Oh, fabulous. But, like, yeah, so Darian, I mean, just. uh, Or maybe that was Bianca. Maybe Bianca had that one. And, And in any event, Darian. Darian is even if that wasn't her joke, um, uh, you're dumb. Like that was a great one, but uh, oh, yeah. she allegedly wrote the read for Jocelyn Fox of herself when Jocelyn oh. Fox said that Darian was the kind of girl to sit reverse cowgirl on the toilet so she has a clean surface to eat off of, and that is. Just one of the most stunning reads. It's so beautifully. It is up there with, uh, you know, Tiffany New York Pollard, you know, calling uh, Gemma Collins a fat cunt and saying that, you know, (laughs) they were old maiden shoes. Speaking of character shoes, Uh, it's just perfection. There were some good ones. This reading challenge, I will say, Um, I really appreciated um, plasma actually uh, all clear for your departure the Philly cheese mistake I thought was really clever um, I, you know I don't know uh, her, her delivery might have might have might have been better but uh, still um, I thought it was funny um, I liked tsunami hasn't made waves in this competition you know uh, yeah th- that joke was right there for the taking and they did it well and it was like only there's only one queen who's gonna have one chance to use the where were you on January sixth read, and I felt like, well, there it is. Mm. So I thought that was clever. I, mm. uh, you know, Do I you lo- think that was her read. Somebody else gave that to her. I think you could apply that to anybody. So that was like oh, whoever grabbed yeah. it first. It's kind of like when you run for supplies. Whoever grabs it first. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, uh, I I think, gosh, my I I was on the floor. You know, when I see you oh. dance, I see the old ladies on the TV who are exercising. Maybe she was talking about Debbie Reynolds and Shelly Winters in the Debbie Does It exercise video. Remember that video? Oh when yeah, Shelly wore the she sweatshirt. You know, uh, she was only... absolutely talking about that. Yeah, because Debbie's a, a hoofer, you know, she's a hoofer from way back. And so Maya was just making, if we don't make these references, we lose these references. I believe it was yes. Ross Matthews who once said that. <laughs> Listen, uh, I I appreciated, I appreciated some of the reads. Um, I think it's hard now to, to really wow. Um, I think that the reading challenge needs to be a little bit later in the season for it to really stand out. Um, I think the Queens, uh, I mean, many of them come with written reads, right? I think that's kind of what most people understand now about Drag Race. And I can't tell if it's hurting or helping them. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I would probably do the same thing. I, you know, in the same way you commission someone to make you a look, you'd commission someone to write you some jokes. I'm mm, sure it's the same for sure. Snatch Game of like, hey, I want to be, you know, Jennifer Coolidge. You know, give me give me some bits other than, oh, gosh, you know, like give me somewhere else to go. Uh, and so, like, yeah, the, the, with and especially with the reading challenge, it's like, I don't know, you look back on some of the reads, like, I, was it? Was it Dita Ritz who said to Latrice, like, you know, you're out of prison. You don't have to wear the socks with sandals anymore. <laughs> like, that is great because it's specific and in the room, you know? 
but oh for sure i mean that's like the uh the kitten heels on the runway yeah uh, uh, uh milk's milk's joke right it's milk that's milk yes yeah it's yeah. yeah i feel like there's somewhere you can tell it happened in the room i mean even like jujubes i feel like she does kind of set the template of how to do the reading challenge but like you know legs and dairy like you could apply that to anybody so in a way it was also just like Jujubees is a great example of winning the reading challenge, but it's also a great example of like if you were going to come prepared with reads, here's some good examples. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt very buttoned up for the most part, which I don't think is a bad thing. But like when Plain Jane was giving her reads, I was like, these feel rehearsed. Well, and that's because Plain Jane is powered by ChatGPT, <laughs> so uh, that would make sense that it would all feel vaguely familiar. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, always happy to have a reading challenge. Um, I do wish the cast was just a little smaller, um, if I'm being honest, um, for those reads. Because then we get to hear more of them. Yeah, I did feel like I didn't get much of, of anybody's. Um, but in any yeah. event, you know, this is not, I don't know if this is necessarily a read, but it, it's worth bringing up. You know, also speaking of references, and if we don't make them, we lose them, you know, I, people on Reddit were talking about how Q has Anne Margaret mouth, and I, I guess if you Google Anne Margaret, Q and Anne Margaret have, and, and folks who don't know at home, Anne Margaret is an actress from like the '60s and the '70s, and, and she was in Grumpy Old Men and Grumpy Old Men in the '90s, and she's a legend and she's beautiful, and um, I guess she's got a mouth that looks like Q's. So if you want to look that up, you let me know if you think that Q and Anne Margaret have the same mouth. Does she give good mouth? You give good mouth. <laughs> so I thought maybe um, if that would be a read. You know, you look like Anne Margaret from the <laughs> nose down. <laughs> Mary, I maybe it's because I'm watching UK versus the world, but like when I look at Anne Margaret from the nose down, I see Scarlet. I don't see Q. Oh, um, I mean, so that's that's just not where I'm at. I mean, I get it. It's like pouty, and that nose is very pointy, but. Um, I guess I know, when she I, smiles. I'm, I don't know. Some people posted some examples where I was like, yeah, I see it. But I, I would more. I have to live with that for a little bit. I can't really react yeah. uh, promptly Sleep right now about it. that. Because I'm kind of like, yeah, what is that? Yeah, like? live with that. Yeah. But indeed, I can't wait to talk about how Scarlet reminds me of Anne Margaret. Oh, my God. Mm, mm. Mm. Oh, Jesus. That woman. She was gorgeous. Oh. Gorgeous this week. That woman. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't with her. Ugh. Oh my god! <laughs> the noise! My god! The noise! <laughs> That's exactly what that yeah, was. Yeah, I know where we were going. The noise! My god! Um, listen, we have snatch game this week. The queens are kind of all going around, and uh, you know they, they have the Rusies with Oscar winner Chad Michaels, who keeps getting hired for these chicken shit gigs. Um, she looks gorgeous. Yeah, Chad um, is here and... to share her wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mary. Um, it we we did get a missed opportunity of Maya oh, sharing her share impression with share. I, Cher, I so, feel like uh, RuPaul could see the absolute abject terror in Maya's eyes. Maya's standing there like Dorothy Gale in front of the wizard. Um, um, I just um, um, I'm thinking I might be Tiffany Pollard. I don't know. I'm just going to I'm going to try to remember what it's like to be home and have fun. <laughs> and I think at that point you can Ru always be share Maya. What I about share? I wanted to say that so bad. Yeah. How about you show Chad Michaels your share impression, <laughs> Maya? 
since you since you know everything and you got your degree and you think you know fucking everything, why don't you show her your share? Come on, show her your share, Maya. Show her your share. Come on, Come on do it. Come on, plug it, like up. Really plug it up. Back plug it up. Plug it up. All right, Mary. Um, listen, the Roosies are great because we have Chad. Even though I, to be honest with you, Mary, Chad wasn't really offering anything. I Chad was just looking amazing. Yeah, Chad came in, and I mean, it was really just like it was as if they brought in little pound cake and put a little voice box in her. It was just here, Chad, say something. Oh yeah, Chad. make sure to make Mama Rue laugh. I don't know. That's my yeah, Chad. You gotta impression. make her laugh. Oh, I could see you're kind of shy. It's yeah. like all right, well. Oh, it's um, very current. No, I'm happy Chad was there. I think Chad, I would have liked to see Chad as one of the contestants. I'm just like, you got her up in that, all of that drag. You should use her, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, God forbid they had a, 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 you know, a drag race queen on as a guest. Because then they couldn't have the closer, you know? The closer? Kira Sedgwick. Oh, yes. Not to be confused souls. with the looker, you know? with the closer. Confess. Yes. Confess. Love her. Um, that's Kevin Bacon's wife, right? It is. That is Mrs. Bacon. Mrs. Bacon. Mrs. Bacon. Hi, Mrs. Bacon. Hi, Mrs. Hi, Bacon. Hi, Mrs. Bacon. Hey, Mrs. Bacon. <laughs> guys, call me Kira. Just call me Kira, you guys. Oh, my God. You're sophomores now. You can call me, call me Kira. <laughs> Really? Come on over. We're going to watch Drag Race. Come yeah, on over. Come on. Get in the van. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Here, I'm, I, I'll just press the button. It'll open. It, don't pull it. It'll, it all opens automatically. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Put your hand off of it. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to open it. Take your hand off of it. Yeah, you're, it I locks can, if you You're still you touch pulling it. it. You're still pulling it. Stop. Ste can you... <sighs> you're going to break it. Just step away. Step. Come on. Oh, okay. All right. Here there we go. We go. Uh, Mary, I have to call this out before I forget, before we get too deep in the trenches. So we have Patti Lapone as Plasma's choice, which is like very Oprah Han's choice. Um, and I just wanted to call out that the other queens, the musical theater kids of Drag Race, we love them, um, all had very similar Snatch Game picks. Okay. So you have Plasma picking Patti. Jan picking Bernadette Peters. Oh, right. And Alexis Michelle picking Liza Minnelli. And I'm just kind of like, well, here we go. And if you want to, I mean, it's sort of a stretch, but adjacent and in the universe, Lucy LaDuca picking Joan Rivers is like Plasma picking Patti LaPone. Yeah, I mean, who's going to do Barbara Cook? You know what I mean? That's what I'm waiting for. Mary, who's going to do Donna Murphy? Who's going to finally do Donna? Who's going to touch their neck and go, it's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> I don't know. You know? I mean, I feel like someone was going to do Ethel Merman, but they got the boot, so we didn't get an Ethel Merman. Maybe, maybe Megami. Nobody's... Was, Maga Megami was going <laughs> to do Ethel Megami. Merman. Yeah. <laughs> Megami. Do you, do, you, do you think somebody's ever going to do Angela Lansbury? Ooh, that's well, and, and murder. She sat down and she wrote, and that may—I mean, it's it's different, but it makes me think of Ben doing Maggie Smith. You'd have to do that twist on it. You'd have to, you'd have to be oh. Angela Lansbury in Murder She Wrote. You'd have to wear a trench coat, and then you'd have to probably put a little button on it. You have to be like drunk or something, you know? Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, there always has to be some sort of thing that they do. I could see somebody being Ethel Merman. I think you know that uh, that's just we're waiting for that to happen. Matter of time, um, yeah. 
I think a queen, a musical theater queen is going to be cast and they're going to come on and they're going to think they're real clever and they're going to do Linda Edder. Well, because it's a deep cut. <laughs> did you see that one of our Marys messaged us, messaged us that indeed we've manifested Linda Edder is going to be at 54 below in March. Mary, I wanted to get tickets so bad, but the tickets were like, like $150, $200, and then you have to pay the the like drink and food minimum. And I'm like, look, guys, I love her. I really want to. I just can't afford that much for 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 something that mid. Yeah. For- and I'm not talking about Linda. I'm talking about 54 Below. Yeah, talking about chicken Caesar salad and, you know, jazzy standards. Absolutely. I mean, girl. listen. Girl. Girl. I mean, I, listen, I am no – it's a name that I I have no – I don't even know how to say her last name. So obviously I have no feelings, but I just love the fact that – well, I don't love the fact that when we did Canada, Canada's Drag Race, we killed um, Glynis Johns. We did kill her oh, by bring, bring her up too much. So now I'm concerned, or I think we should stop talking about Linda Etter because we've manifested yeah. her show, and now I'm afraid. No, we're not going to. And she's great. I really wanted to see her. If anybody can get me in for free, please let me know. Tuesdays are my best night um, or Saturdays. The other Broadway diva I think that somebody could do and maybe make funny because she is sort of funny is Audra McDonald. Uh, Yes, she was a guest once. She has one of, I mean, another obscure Drag Race quote that I love is she was a Snatch Game guest. And when RuPaul was like, oh, are you ready to play? She crossed her fingers and goes, fingers are crossed. And that's one of my (laughs) favorite obscure Drag Race references. Fingers are crossed, Uh, Ru. Fingers are crossed. Oh, she's so great. Um, I think, you know, RIP, but the, I think the other one you could do is like a Cheetah Rivera moment. You could do a cheetah. You could do obviously an Elaine Stritch, but I think that'd be oh, you'd have to have a real. You'd have to have a strict. Sephira kind of command of the of the performance. Sure, sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 we're, we're naming divas now, but like Betty Buckley also could be on Snatch Game. Um, and I don't know if these are all going to be good, but I think in the, I think they could at least be mid, right? So like. Patty Lapone, I think, is a mid-choice. Bernadette Peters, a mid-choice. I don't think that they're necessarily going to win. Liza, you're either going to nail it or you're not. And obviously, the two Lizas we've seen were nailed. Uh, Hannah Conda did Liza and won down under. Unless we forget Scarlet Bobo did Liza and was safe, but was great. Oh, okay. Um, great. And was great. And yeah, was great. Lucy Luduka did Joan Rivers and won, as did Jimbo. Yeah, uh, you know these are kind of the opposite of a Beyonce or Lady Gaga. Like these are these are good choices. Oh. Mary, I found out a really interesting stat. Uh, I was going to save this for nuance, but I'll share it here. So Lady Gaga is the one celebrity uh, that was done three times and three for three. If you did Lady Gaga three for three, you got landed in the bottom. Good lessons need to be learned. Good, 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 good. good. Yes. Good. Nature is healing. Yeah. Good. Uh, The other one that is interesting of note, why not share it here? Um, Mariah Carey has been the most unsuccessful character portrayal um, because every single time uh, Mariah Carey has been done, the queen has been eliminated, which is different than Gaga, who's just been at the bottom. Right. Well, still, like, I mean, just not a good choice. 
just now. Yeah. Uh, not a good choice. Uh, you know, I, I think obviously what we saw this season, this season, you know, we've seen in the past, but it, it felt like quite the topic was choosing characters who are not real. So instead of choosing, mm. you know, a celebrity and then showing your impression skills, you just choose a character that you make up and then you just bring that character to life. And I feel like, the first time I remember this happening was like Kim Chi doing Kimmy Jong Un. Okay, okay, but sort of based on a real yeah, person. Yeah, right, but still based on a real person because there was a, a a resemblance. But I feel like, do you think this should be allowed on Snatch Game? Listen, it, there was a win. Gigi Good won. Um, whether she should have won or not, that uh, go back to our coverage of that season. But um, she won as the robot. She was very funny. That was like um, a and that real was a completely thing. made up character. No, that was it was based on mean? like a real thing. It was. Yeah, that she didn't make that up out of out of the blue. That was like a real AI bot. I thought she was just like I'm going to be a robot for Snatch Game. I think she was doing. And she was a total asshole. I think she was doing an impression of something. Oh, I didn't that that didn't register to me. Yeah, I think Sharon Good probably got, gave her a copy of her Technology Today magazine from April and was like, "Have you seen this bot? I think this would be really good. We should plan this for your package for RuPaul's Drag Race." Listen, I are you I feel like you're sort of well, there's obviously we're talking about Maya, but we're also talking about Tsunami in a way, although Tsunami's character is a a version of the tooth fairy right it's like if somebody went up there and did i don't know the easter bunny right or when trinity did the devil um i think that those characters are allowed right like um any of those sort of like you know uh mythological creatures let's call them um i think that should be allowed but just like being like oh i'm a drunk at the prom yeah I'm, I don't know. I mean, and I guess I'm subjective because if someone was like, oh, I'm your mom's friend, I'm like, oh, give her the crowd. Done. <laughs> yeah, I'm an aunt at a wedding. I'm an yeah. aunt at a wedding. Great. <laughs> I don't even need a name. Done. Don't even make her answer questions. Just she wins. Fingers I'm are Karen crossed. Yeah, like yeah, that's all right, I need. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess it's it's just like, I guess at the end of the day, Chad did say it. It's all you got to do is make Rue yeah. laugh. However you get there, just make Rue laugh. But I guess if the idea of this challenge is like show off your impression skills, it that's where it's like, oh, okay, maybe that's not the idea of the challenge, you know? Well, it's impressions and jokes, so it's it has to be both. I think you have like an Alyssa Edwards doing what's her face doing Joan Crawford, and. There's not really any jokes, but it's still funny. Then it works, right? Also, on the other side of the spectrum, you have Tatiana doing Ariana Grande, but there are no jokes. But it was a great impression. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, uh, it does that work? Does that count? I actually think Tatiana's Ariana Grande was great, um, and I would not have sent her home for a pretty great impression, even though there weren't any jokes. Um so I don't know. I in terms of the gold tooth fairy, I think that's a actually a brilliant idea. When it comes to Maya's character, it's like, well, so you're just, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It's not a real impression. Impression. There's not. There's not something that we can reference in our heads for us to sort of like connect and make sense with it. 
And I think if you're going to do, because I feel like that's like an improv thing to be like, I'm playing the, you know, tired supermarket worker who is, you know, uh, just had a, a divorce, whatever. Like you create this scenario. I'm a minor. Yeah. And I'm a minor, I'm, you know, for the fireplace. Like you, you create that whole scenario. And it's like, and then you have to, you have to kind of do the jujube, draw the line on the neck. You got to bring it to life very specifically. Uh-huh. And I yes. feel like, so even if Maya was like, okay, I'm going to be this very typical kind of Miami girl. I do nails. I do hair. I do this. I, you know, I live in these pork and beans projects, whatever this is like, then you got to like nail the specifics. But this was just kind of like somebody just kind of doing a muted impression of somebody else. You know what I mean? Like she was like, yeah. Versus like really projecting. You know what I'm saying? I just, it was like, you're not projecting. You're doing an impression. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I I guess I am a little bit more forgiving of Maya doing that for this entertainment purposes than like Dawn doing Meghan McCain who wasn't funny and I don't think had like jokes. She had quips, which were entertaining, but like I was more entertained by Maya than by Meghan McCain. Oh yeah. Meghan McCain was kind of a dud. I thought that that didn't, I, it didn't really go anywhere. And, and as I thought about it, I was like, well, where would you go with Meghan McCain? I don't feel like there's enough. I don't feel like there's enough there. I feel like you got to put a little, you got to put a hat on that. You got to put some nuts on that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it, it, that's that's an example of it. Actually, doesn't matter if she looks like Meghan McCain either. No, I, it, and I think Chad said that. Like, you don't have to deliver this stunning lookalike version. You really, it, you do have to make it funny. It has to be funny. It has to be silly. It has to be Alicia Keys as a lesbian. You know, man, pregnant. Yeah. Uh, right, you know, I mean, right. I would say obviously it was just safe this week, but I thought Hughes Amelia Earhart was very successful. Yeah, it was. I also feel like it was so safe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just I was a little underwhelmed by it. It felt sort of like, you know what it felt like, Mary? Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell, the Miss Bliss years? Of course. Okay. Um, do you remember when because she, she's a history teacher? Do you remember when she like she like played all of those historic teacher uh, historic um, characters and then the kids had to do it like it was a project or something? That's what this sort of felt like. It felt like the history teacher doing a character to like teach about history or like social beings. I it, it just felt so safe and G rated. Oh, Miss Geist, teaching them about Amelia Earhart. Uh, you know, but what I'll say, what I like about it is that Q is, uh, she's channeling the energy of the comedian Mo Gaffney, who you would know, oh. you know her. She was in, she has, she's in Drop Dead Gorgeous with Nora Dunn uh-huh. as one of the judges of the the regional beauty pageant. Um, uh-huh. She shows up in Ab Fab. She's done some stuff with Kathy and Jimmy, but. Amel- very, yes. Yeah, okay. Amelia Earhart, or Q, does a very strong Mo Gaffney approach to character or to this character. Mm. And I like that. I thought that was very inspired. I, I was watching the pit stop, and I think Trixie pointed out, like, a little reminiscent of the brick in, you know, from Stonewall in the in the news challenge. But oh, I see. Whatever. You know, I, I, I also, if I'm doing an impression, I, I just do the Marco voice and variations of it. So I can't judge, you know. 
Listen, I have no real problem. Like, I, it's not like a total negative of Q doing Amelia Earhart. I, I just found it to be a little bit of an underwhelming choice. I, I, I find Q to be actually very entertaining and very fun. Um, I just keep remembering that very silly puppet show, and I'm kind of like, ah, uh, I don't know. Amelia Earhart seems like a. I don't know. Uh, not an impressive choice. Not something I'm going to remember. How about that? Fair enough. Now, what about Jane Goodall? Okay. Mary, this is the Rita Bega as Edith Piaf type of performance art that I just like. I could have watched this for another hour. I could have just like lived in this Nymphia as Jane Goodall absurdist theater with puppets and sounds and I, I would have been very entertained. I, it felt like a Drew Joji character. I, it was just so committed and so lived in. And uh, like the idea of Nymphia sort of like chastising Rue about recycling, I also just like really got into. I, 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 listen, was it funny? No, but it was also like brilliantly funny. I feel like Rue... Going into Snatch Game was given the prompt, whatever Maya does, think it's funny. And whatever Nymphia uh, does, don't think it's funny. Because oh, interesting. I thought Nymphia was, was yeah, was a hoot. But of course, it's like, it's such a square peg. It was in a howling. Yeah, it's a square peg in a round hole in terms of like, oh, you're going to do that here in this format. Like, I, it all depends on the editing, I guess, because obviously Rita, you know, fared a lot better doing a similar character. But... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was bizarre. I thought it was inspired. Yeah. I thought I don't yeah. need to see another person, you know, doing like, oh, this like, you know, I, I'm an, I'm a makeup influencer, you know, like uh -huh. enough. Like I would rather see somebody try to do Jane Goodall than someone else, you know, come out and do, you know, uh, Nikki tutorials or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, my God. None of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, this was an interesting, inspired choice. It, it reminds me of something Wong doing David Attenborough, uh -huh. where it's like this could have worked, you know? Like, right. If if it was if we if the editing was different for Snatch Game, perhaps I think Jane did better than David Attenborough. But I I, I, I man I. I don't know why. Whenever they had a promo shot of it, I was into it. Whenever she was talking, I was into it. And then you know every. They kept giving like the shade rattle and cutting to RuPaul and hating it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not there. I'm no. not there at all. I'm like, keep going. <laughs> the confidence in which she brought out that monkey. I was like, why are oh, we not yeah. yes ending this? This is great. Yes. Let her go yes. there. The monkey impressions were incredible. Yeah. There was just like a commitment there that I think, you yes. know, again, compared to like Maya, it was like, hey, if you're going to be Shaquita, then you need to be Shaquita. I, I don't even think that you're Trina's second cousin. You, I feel like your read of Maya is how I feel about Dawn. I think the two people in the bottom, or actually the three people in the bottom, right, obviously is Morphine, Dawn, and Tsunami. Tsunami by far just did not, she didn't commit to the character. She didn't really know what the character was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you come out with this great idea of like, oh, I'm going to be the Gold Tooth Fairy. And it's like, oh, that could go a few different directions. And she didn't pick any direction. She didn't do the story work. She didn't do the character work. RuPaul was throwing basic questions at her like, oh, so how are you different? Oh, I'm just, right. I, yeah, I'm 
digging for bones. <laughs> okay. So you're a grave robber? Now, <laughs> taking for bones. So now you're taking bones. So do you go to children's bedrooms and take teeth from their pillow, or are you just going to the cemetery and digging up bones? How much are you selling these bones for? Yeah. (laughs) What are you selling these for? Where where are they buying bones? Uh, (laughs) Listen, uh, yeah, Zunami, I think we can agree. Definitely in the bottom. Um, Let's keep going with that top row. Let's break down Meghan McCain, um, done by Dawn. I, I guess... Maybe I can't. I couldn't get past the character choice, which is why I I couldn't hear any jokes, because I can also recognize that like, sure, I'm uh, people laughed at um, at the Vivian's Trump, and I didn't. I was just like, ugh, I've just kind of heard this before. Oh, okay, great, another satirical 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 take on a Republican, right? I just found this to be so, I don't know, just boring. Uh, I didn't really. I didn't really get why she needed to be there. Dawn, to me, like has so many other characters that she could have chosen from in probably her arsenal that would have been more interesting. I feel like they would never allow it, but if someone wants to get political, I want someone to come on there and just destroy Nancy Pelosi as a Snatch Game character. Like, just (laughs) ravage her. And, like, I just... Because I... I, I, Nan, Nancy is a sack of shit in heels, and I just want someone to call it out. Enough of this resist shit. How about, like, Nancy, you're resisting reality. How about you're resisting retirement? I just, like, how about, like, you're resisting the fact that the decisions you're making won't affect you? Uh, and so I, that's the kind of like political, like, Ooh, I'm going to play somebody like hot, you know, hot button. That's what I want to see. But of course, the producers be like, Oh, no. No, she was a guest. She's been a guest. She's been a guest. Yeah. Well, big deal. Big deal. Well, you know, you I feel it like is they a big s- deal. you can't have reverence for these people. You got to be willing to make fun of them. So, um I want someone to play Nancy Pelosi and her ear falls off halfway through the game. That's what I want. Sure. Sure. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, at this point I think doing Sarah Palin would have been more interesting than Megan McCain. I just didn't know what she was going to add. She didn't even like reference her father. Like is didn't they say that in the um the judging? Yeah. Like or maybe they didn't. I don't know. I I feel like she should have. There was just nothing. Well, that's playing it safe, right? To, like, not even, like, pick up on stuff. Because it's also, like, you know, all these queens talking about, like, oh, we have this platform and drag's more important than ever. I kind of feel like not to be Megami about it and hold up a, you know, a a no-tag sign saying protect queer art. But, like, it is a good opportunity to, like, take some digs if you're going to play, like, a a controversial political figure or, like, a conservative. It is a good opportunity. Mm. Like, someone at some point next season is going to be Lauren Boebert, you know? Oh my God! Yeah, uh, start jerking off the person next. Yeah, to her, exactly. For sure. Yeah, start vaping. Is that the same the one? Game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah. There's her, and then there's the other nut job. Who's the other oh, one? Oh, Marjorie Taylor uh, Green, blonde. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. So Lauren Bobert's the one that went to Beetlejuice and like was filmed. Yeah, just like juicing his out beetle. With guy. Yeah. Uh, ooh. ooh, give me that um, Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Listen, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just bored by the character, which totally, it totally uh, didn't allow me to really listen to Dawn at all. Um, I, yeah, I didn't even like see Megan McCain. 
either. I, yeah, so, I just saw like a mean gay guy in a wig. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dawn. Dawn probably, I don't know. What, what challenge is Dawn going to win? You know what I mean? Is it going to be the design challenge next week? You know, I, I could definitely see her winning the goth challenge. I guess. Yeah, I could see that because I feel like, you know, people <laughs> people were saying, what were they, they were calling Tsunami like um, something Jan, like the Jan of the season. But there was a, there was a nickname for her. And I can't remember what it was, but I feel like because she was just safe every week. And so, um, oh, I see. but I guess technically that would now be Dawn. Hasn't she just been safe every week? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was high one week. She was, yeah, I guess um, she was high a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Zudami, I think, definitely could have gone further than Maya or Dawn at this point. Um, and, you know, she it was a really bad snatch game. Um, we'll get to the lip sync in a little bit, but like, if there's gonna be a double Shantae, like that would have been it, uh, just uh, for sentiment alone. But we'll talk about it when we get there. So put a pin in it. Let's talk about we talked about Safira, right? This just watching her volley back and forth, literally back and forth with Rue was, I, I just think so entertaining. Um, I probably would have given the win to Safira for that type of behavior alone. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, you know, I think that we'll talk about Jane, but I thought that Safira was just, I mean, granted, <clears throat> you know, she had a costume change, but, and the first look was a little bit of like, you know, uh, what? it was yeah. like rough Whitney, <laughs> rough Whitney, yeah. like million dollar bill Whitney. Um, but, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, talk about Megami. Like that's that whole album Megami. sounds like Megami. <laughs> I love Million Dollar Bill Whitney. By the way, that's my favorite Whitney. Listen, uh, Patty Lapone, the Plasma Choice. And I don't know, Mary. Is it was it Plasma or was it the Choice? I kind of find it to be a little boring. I I don't know. She had quips back and forth. It was very musical theater. The prop is what saved her. That martini glass, I think, did all of the work um, because I kept looking at it. Otherwise, Plasma's impression wasn't a very good impression. She didn't do anything about, like, no taking photos. There were no, like, there was nothing real, really, that she was grasping onto. Uh, And I, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like she she kind of was like, um, you know, it it was a very kind of surface Patty Lapone. And I get it if you're like feeling like people aren't gonna get the reference, but like where Patty Lapone is really entertaining is the like stop taking pictures or like yeah. during lockdown when she was doing like, you know, the tour of a rumpus room. Like I think that there is an eccentric Patty that is mm. more interesting than like Joanne and Company Patty, which is what she was doing. Yeah, agreed. Like asking for a share on Fire Island Patty. Yeah. Like the gay girl f- like sorry, the gay guy's best friend, Patty Lapone. Like that's who I wanted to see. But we got yes, you're absolutely right. We got the company Patty Lapone. Yeah, there's a there's a messier Patty Lapone that she could have done. But um but whatever. I mean I yeah, I feel like when you know, when Morphine kind of tried to figure out that that joke of, you know, reading her and she put the the period of I'll drink to that on it and kind of saved mm. it, I thought, well, that <clears throat> that probably also you know really saved you in this game, um, which brings us to Morphine, appropriately named as Anna Delvey, who I didn't keep up with any of this Anna Delvey stuff. Inventing Anna, I always confused her with the um, Theranos girl, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. 
Oh, interesting. That's <laughs> very funny. <laughs> um, I I only know about the character because the girl from Ozark played her, and the girl from Ozark was incredible in Ozark. Um, so I started the Anna Delvey show, and I was like, ah, I can't get into this. Um, but so I saw, I just know about it. I know that she's like a liar and lied to rich people. Um, that's all I really know. And I think that's all I really needed to know. This was the wrong choice. Morphine shouldn't have chosen this character. Uh, she should have picked somebody a little bit broader, a little bit more well-known, um, less niche. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think Roz was saying like, like, or was it Carson? Like you have to have a bad accent. Um, and you didn't do any of that either. Um, yeah, I just don't think she really... I don't think she really got what to do with this character, and I think she needs something broader. Yeah, you gotta, like, gotta, I guess you just have to have, like, you know, similar with, like, Safira with James Brown, you have to have a, just a buffet of food you'll never get to. You know what I mean? You have to have so many mm. options because you don't know what, you know, what joke's gonna get thrown at you or what the situation's gonna call for or what you can react to, and it just seems like this is a character where, like, this is not... This is one of those expensive tasting menus where you spend 225 bucks and you get like sea foam on a sponge. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, how's that? Delicious. Yeah, delicious. Put a little, you know, uh, flour on it. It's an edible flour. Like one of those <clears throat> one of those meals. I feel like that's what Anna Delvey is. Yeah, a little too specific, a little too topical and niche, right? It would mm -hmm. be like me being, oh, I don't know. If I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be Mickey from The Comeback. It's like, mm. well, but okay. Even if I was Valerie, Valerie Cherish, mm -hmm. that would have pleased Rue. But even that character, I think, is like some people aren't there, you know? And I feel like I almost, I don't think, I don't know if that would ever happen if someone was like, I'm Lisa Kudrow, but they're Valerie Cherish. I kind of don't mm -hmm. want anyone to ever do Valerie Cherish because it's like, you're not going to, it's not going to succeed. You, it's just not. I just know <sighs> it's not going to. Uh you can't like condense it and like, you know how like there's like Guess Who and then there's the travel version of Guess Who that you can play in the car. You can't uh -huh. do a travel version of Valerie. Mm. And that's what yeah, Snatch it Game needs to be is. Totally lived in. Yep. She needs to be interacting with her environment, with multiple people. It needs to be about her and yep. nobody else. Yep. Yeah. Although I will say this, Mary. If season three of the comeback ever happened, I would want to see her in examples of kind of reality d-list reality stars keeping their star alive right so i think we've talked about in this podcast i would love to see valerie or lisa kudrow playing valerie in chicago for a week mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. roxy hart and like it being this total stunt right that audiences pay tickets to see um i think that would be great and then you know that's part of the comeback um and then for this kind of snatch game thing is like yeah put her on a panel like on Hollywood squares. How does Valerie act in the middle square? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's like, <clears throat> that would be a fascinating season where like each episode is another like attempt yes. where like, here's where she gets voted off first on big brother. Here's oh where God, please survivor survivor, <laughs> right? Where she's like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I, I can't do it. And they kind of did that joke with the real housewives, but like, you know, yeah, her on a game show, her on like deal or no deal. Um, yes, Mary. Yeah, yes. yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy. I'm telling you, like, I, yeah, Valerie, we need to see the iterance of Valerie doing that, which is different than having a drag queen 
probably play Valerie Cherish poorly. So I think we're also just being a little precious. Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of characters to choose from. There's the Wicked Witch of the West. There's, uh, you know, the villains of the world, right? People love uh, villains, right? So you could be Maleficent. You could be Ursula. You could be Catwoman. Uh, there's uh, lots of different choices. But to pick Anna Delvey, I'm just like, li- listen, this is supposed to be on TV. Well, and it depends if they let you do a fictional character or the person who plays a character. So there's all those little roles. But that's very true. um, true. Well, let's let's talk about Yelena Carliush, Carly or Yelena. Let's talk about Helena. Um, Yes, let's talk about Yelena. She had a lot of commitment, and I think she took her time to tell jokes. There was no sort of um, nervous energy from her which I think is very suspect if I'm putting my tin hat on, but like she was an expert performer. It was just this cool, calm, collected, totally lived in character. It felt very um, like method acting. Like I feel like she stayed in that character until she took off the wig kind of thing. Um, I, I, I was very impressed with how cool she took Snatch Game and still made it funny. I thought she was great. I really, I mean, again, the evolution of the plain Jane narrative. I think that, like, mm. I mean, it, you know, whatever it ends up being, it's certainly different from what we were seeing the first few weeks with Amanda. I mean, it's like you think back now, and it's like now that we're into episode eight, oh my God, boy, was that act one of this season. Like, oh, um, Amanda, Jane, Jane's so mean. Oh my God, this season, it's going to be a bloodbath. Like, in, a few episodes later, and it's just like, Oh, I don't know, sister. Sisters. I don't know, sister. I don't sister. Well, sister. I don't know if you're gonna need that sister. You know, Jane does this thing. She does this wagging chin thing. She she does this with Rue a lot, where she dips her chin and she like when Rue is like, "Oh, do you want to use your immunity?" Jane will dip her chin and like wag it left, right, and go, "Not today, mother." Like she does. She's been doing it all season, and uh-huh. I can't stop seeing it. It's just this like, "Not today, mother," kind of energy. Um, but I hear it with like, oh, but sister, it's that sister. Uh, I love how that's like a thing also where the Queens will be like, ah, not me doing sister. Yeah, right, right. Sister. Uh, I think that's funny. I, you know, we didn't talk about the potion announcement. Um, honestly, Mary, I was like, what? I felt like Kristen Wiig and weekend update aunt Linda. I was like, I don't get it. Why are we? What? She's going to top six? Like, that's insane. I was expecting, fully expecting RuPaul to be like, all right, I told you there was going to be, this is your last week to use it. Yeah, the fact that it was like, all right, well, you have have three more weeks to use it. I was like, oh, I. (laughs) You're going to the finale. Right. (laughs) Gosh. But they're also making this big deal now of like, well, you could use it on yourself or one of your fellow queens. Mm, and yeah, it, what are they? It's like the chocolate bar, the uh-huh. golden bar. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, what are they? Someone's up? gonna get that fucking gold bar. Yep. Yeah, and it's right. gonna and it's right. not gonna happen too soon. It's not gonna happen yep. to you know uh, what's her name who's known bread for nine years. You know, it's gonna, uh-huh. it's gonna right. happen to Bosco at the very end of yes. the game, of course. Yes, and so I just feel like. Yeah. The narrative of plain Jane being a sister and saving somebody, mm, just saving Tsunami or not Tsunami, saving uh, Nymphia or something right, like something that. like yeah. that. Who yeah. she like, you know, tried to sabotage in the Raid of Queen the first week. Mm. It just feels like they are they're setting it all up. It's all being set up. 
Um, and then there's Amanda on Twitter just, like, reminding us that Lane Jane's a bitch. Uh, I, maybe we'll talk about this on Nuance, but, like, Q, and uh, Q in particular has just... Decided, oh, let's talk about that on Nuance yeah, for sure. But just, yeah, oh, she's... Yeah, she, yeah, she's yep. just decided to go yep. for Eject. it with these trolls. Uh-huh. And oh yeah, I, I, I mean, she has every right to. I don't know yeah, if why it's not? good They're for her, her, but it's she has every right to. And like, they, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's the solution, but I don't think it's part of the problem either. I, I think it's like uh, that whole rivers down the body or the yep. bodies down the river type of thing. It's yep. like uh, I think you're not. Helping your own mental health at this point. Yeah. Um, you're fighting against something that's way more systemic here. Um, just log off. You know, that's actually what all the drag queens should do. Um, they should all log off and have social media managers running their social media accounts. That's what should happen. Yeah. And in the words of B. Arthur, Premarin is made from horse urine. <laughs> yeah. And land in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For making you take a medication with horse urine in it. So don't take you it. You gotta live. Do you know about do you know that commercial where B. Arthur was like, you should know, Premarin, it's made from horse urine. It's so good. It's I will uh, post it on Instagram. Clip it for next time. Yeah, I will. Sure, definitely Premarin is made from horse urine. We put that on a tote bag <laughs> yesterday. Uh, land in jail. And put right, a small quote on the bottom and land in jail. Listen, Mary, uh, before we move on from Snatch Game, we're you know at the hour eight mark here. Oh my. Are you, do you love this episode of Snatch Game? Where does this kind of you know level up? I think it, you know, we talked about this with the Rusical episode. For me, Snatch Game, I know that it's the wheat and the chaff and all that, but it is not the sweeps week episode for me. And so mm. I think, in the same way that I would look at, like, the, you know, drag world challenge of UK versus the world or many other improv challenges, it was fine. It was fine, mm. but the highlight was the mm. Rusical. You know, the highlight would be if they did a Daytona Wind 3. Like, those to me are the, like, uh-huh. standout episodes at this point snatch game is just old tradition it's just an old you know it, it's just an old, an old casserole old. that we serve every christmas and everybody has a bite mm, the mac fun. and cheese yeah, yeah. Okay. but like it's never anyone's right. it's never the highlight of the, of the table it's certainly interesting uh it's usually underwhelming i think that's what i've come to realize one of our marys wrote in and i'll just answer it here um and maybe we can talk about it more later if you want to have time to think about it but what are the underrated snatch game performances ones that aren't as celebrated and should have been celebrated more obviously we've talked about rita Vega's edith piaf i just think on canada's drag race season one um the other one that i really love is aja's crystal labasia i just don't think it's talked about enough Oh, did I lose the Q&A portion? Oh, wait, no, that was her as Alyssa uh, Edwards. Also great. But no, her as yeah. Crystal Abasia. Uh, absolutely. I, You know, Jocelyn Fox as Teresa Gudice, Um Oh, Jude you love that one. I yes. Yes. Juju B's share in UK versus the world also. Sort of like uh. a Jane Goodall. Like, just a study. Like, let's just watch her do a bad impression of Cher. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Another one on this list. People talk about Jinx Monsoon doing Judy Garland. Judy uh, Jinx, Jinx's Natasha Leone was also very studied and really well done. 
Yeah, so did she do two characters that that Snatch Game? Is that what it was? It was a supersized Snatch Game. All of them did Snatch Game uh, twice. Oh, wow. Well, it's All-Stars. Um, this is All-Stars, you know? All-Stars. Uh, yeah, well, I have to think about that because, you know, uh, we've got a lot more we got to cover. Uh, sure. I have three more that I'll talk oh, about. Please. on. Um, uh, no, I'm going to talk about it on Nuance. Okay. Save it for Nuance. Um you know, I, I, I note that I took, you know, th there's obviously all this like Elimination Day workroom, you know, uh, Social Justice Corner. Watching Safira and Tsunami interact, I was like, oh, I'd love to see the two of them in a production of Night Mother. And then I thought, oh, Queens, we'd like to see in a production of Night Mother. We don't have to do it right now. I can let you think about it. But it's something to consider is Queens, we would like to see in a production of Night Mother. I mean, I think Willow Pill. I mean, uh, Sissy Spacek would be bad. Yeah, yeah. There's just like Willow Pill in the Sissy Spacek role, and then um, Sasha Colby as the mom. Sasha yeah. Colby as the mom. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Mistress Isabel Brooks as the mom. Yeah. Well, I listen, guess, listen. Yeah. I, I, I do want to talk just before we get to the runway. I want to talk something I noticed when watching Plane talking about her family. I. As much as I'm like, wow, she's a great drag queen, I am, am I alone? I'm having trouble connecting with her as like a person on TV. Like I, like any vulnerability she's exuding in this episode, it just doesn't hit me at all, which is rare for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, she's talking about her babushka and talking about Russian and all her family. I'm just like, I, I don't, it's not that I don't believe you. It's, I don't really care. Yeah, I I mean I certainly am not feeling any emotions. They haven't they haven't really gotten me there. I feel like you know, one of our Marys pointed this out. I feel like I've seen a little bit of chit-chat on this on Reddit. There's just a lot that goes back to, well, she's Russian, you know? And uh like people on Reddit were like, "Oh my god, like no tact whatsoever or whatever, just very directed away." And listen, I'm I'm just uh, allegedly I my father's side of the family is Russian. Or it, it's a, to whatever extent they're also like they're just you know a bunch of uh, you know northern New Jersey Jews so like you know they're more Livingston than you know St. Petersburg but I I don't identify with that necessarily or think that maybe that's the full explanation I feel like yeah she's Russian but maybe she's also just like she's such a bitch like maybe Jane maybe this isn't a national thing Maybe this is a little bit more local. Maybe, like, Jane just is, like, a lot of gay men. Like, this is not revolutionary. Who's kind of emotionally R-worded. Okay? <laughs> Listen, I saw on social media there was, like, a bit that Jane was doing with Jujubee. And the fact that Jujubee is playing with Jane, I'm just like, okay, I'm missing something. The television is telling me what to feel and how to be with plain Jane. Because if Jujubee is playing with plain, I'm missing something. And and maybe it's all in the gray, right? Like, maybe this is indeed how this person is, but you could still kind of like, you know, like I think of like when I played volleyball, for example, like there would be guys in my team where I was like, oh my God, like. I don't really see us ever like hanging out one on one. I don't know if we have a lot in common, but we get together, we play a game, we have a good time, we have a few drinks at gym bar afterwards, blah blah blah. But like, and you, and it may look like we're all in a group photo together, but like, I would not consider this person like 
a close friend or if you asked me the truth i'd say oh man like you know cold as ice and so maybe it's just a bit of that too right we're like yeah jane is is like this or plain if you will but you know you could do a bit with her for social media Mm -hmm. yeah well listen uh i think we should we should run to the runway what do you say yeah, I mean, because the you know the question of what the queer scene was like in Taiwan was kind of a, a non-starter because Nymphia was like, yeah, it's great. Sorry, I don't have any trauma for you. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Russia. You know, um, yeah, let's talk about Safira's dad. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was yeah. actually a pretty heartbreaking story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll save that for nuance. But I do want to you know just kind of keep this keep things moving. What do you say? Listen, I have been waiting to to get to the Kira Cedric portion of this episode, and I am tired of waiting. All right. All right. Well, listen, uh, just make like RuPaul in that headband and stick out. Oh, my God. And and she didn't know what to do with that purse. Did you see her fiddling with that purse on the main, on the stage? She, she, <laughs> now I got to put one. I got to switch hands. Now, oh, like, you know, because uh, that whole look, it looked like she was just having fun in her AD house closet. It was like, hello, AD. I'm playing in my closet. Uh, I have this well, purse. Well, listen. Listen, the theme of the runway is Dancing Queens. I think this is a great theme for the runway. Um, I was It was unexpected for me. Um, I thought each look was really um, polished and interesting. I don't think there was really one bad look, if I'm being honest. Uh, I know some people might want to read, uh, I don't know, Don's Polka or uh, Maya's 90s Hip Hop, but like there were some really, really great looks. Um my favorite moment, probably from this season, probably for a very long time, happened during the runway, and it was this moment. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for the stairs! Ah! <laughs> Mary, for RuPaul, RuPaul, first of all, they were like calling out moves for her to do. So it was very dance monkey dance. Um, she was living. Plasma was living for it. She was having the best time tap dancing. She's clearly very talented. We've been saying this all season. But for RuPaul, for for Plasma to start shuffling off to Buffalo off stage, and then RuPaul to, to find that beat of "Look out for the stairs" is is just peak brilliance and wit. It's not funny. That's I would edit that in right now. Um. I have a question, though, about this moment, okay? When they are giving her all of those prompts, you know, shuffle off to Buffalo. What is that reminding me of? There is a scene in a movie or a TV show where somebody is auditioning for something and someone is, like, calling out rapid, like, moves for them to do. Is that a Drag Race reference? Is that Yes. So RuPaul, RuPaul, there was a mini challenge where RuPaul was making Blair St. Clair do all those dance moves. Yes, the calls are always coming from inside the house. I was like, where does this feel familiar? And I remember Blair like doing kind of like a, uh, like at one point being like, how do I do that? Uh, I'll do this. Yes, it was Uh the... um, that Fiona Apple, uh, you know, criminal video uh, chocolate bar commercial they were doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, thank you. I just needed to, like, I needed to solve that. I feel like there's something else I'm picturing as well, but I don't want to get caught in that rabbit hole. That's fine. We could talk more about Plasma's edit in Nuance because there was a, a Mary Mailbag question about it, um, which I think is very interesting. But I got to say, look out for I mean, just her, her face, the tone, how quick it was, the sound effects that they added, the, the like, oh, uh, uh, sound effects. 
I died every time. I thought it was so fucking funny. Uh, meanwhile, we also had the New York City reference, the salsa reference during Tsunami's runway, which thanks to Sister Mary Gigi St. Croix, um, or Gigi St. Croix, um, that, uh, that is a reference to a 90s salsa commercial. Oh, I remember. I yeah. New York City. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. As, a, yeah. as a kid growing up in New Jersey and thinking about all of the salsas I saw in the shop, right? I had a lot of salsa shame. Had a lot mm. of salsa shame as a kid, so um, kind of triggering. Yeah. Triggering. Um, Maya, I you know when Maya came out doing the McDonald's pirate, I I kind of wanted her. You know, I was just like, look at that swashbuckling cheeseburger over there. Talk about Burger Finger. Um, I wanted. Do you remember? Do you remember the movie? I mean, I guess you could have seen the music video, but do you remember the movie? Um, oh shit! What was it called? Stay tuned. The one with John Ritter and Pam yes. Dauber, where they get sucked to the yes. TV. Yes. Oh, that. Yes. I mean, that movie. I know that we are going long in this episode, but man, do we need to talk about that movie sometime? But there's the one where John Ritter gets sucked into the Salt and Pepper video, and mm. that is what I wanted Maya's look to be more of. Was the Salt? That was that video. Got it. This yes. I was just getting like Long John Silver's condiments, you know. There was a little bit of um, vivacious in the club kid look. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes, Henny. <laughs> With those puffy <laughs> sleeves. I was like, okay. Yes, Henny. Okay. <laughs> you got to do the hands. Okay. Yes, Henny. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite look was obviously Nymphia's. Um, I think Nymphia had the look and also had the performance that sold it for me. Um, Tsunami also looked absolutely stunning and had the performance as well. Um, and then I think third would be Plain Jane. Plain Jane came out and I was like, all right, look, we could say whatever we want about this, you know, AI, this producer's contestant, this little mole, but she's certainly selling her place in the competition. It's not that she's not talented. She looked fucking perfect absolutely you know it and it did give me one of my favorite uh michelle quotes from the episode you know what you know i love when michelle does oh. this when she goes you know i like the lock steps and the bachicadas i love when she does <laughs> you know what i mean she does that I she like was the on strictly and the, yeah and the because i was on strictly so no but the bachicadas you know i played i was in the adams family for three performances uh, i know all about the so bachicadas good. you know i just love uh, when she does that i love it i love like when she uh she does, you know, obviously the what you're packing with, with Tsunami this week. And I love when she when Michelle does that thing. It's like, Michelle, you are a sweet, you know, central New Jersey girl. Grew up with two lovely Jewish mm -hmm. parents. You're a white girl. But then when she talks to these girls who are from other places, she's supposed to be from Panama. And it's like, don't you don't need to do you don't sound like that. I don't say croissant because I don't sound like that. And I just love Michelle. It's not how you talk when we hang but out. That's exactly it. That's not how you talk when you and I hang out. And at the end of the day, I love Michelle the most when she sounds like how she talks when she and I hang out with the G. Yeah, Michelle Shupak. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite it. Michelle. I get it. I get it. You know, but, I gotta say, I I was also I was also I mean, I think Maya and Safira probably didn't do, and I, I also I didn't love Q's look either. Those looks were probably the least whelming. 
Um, and then, you know, I think you have like a, a dawn and a plasma sort of in the middle. You know, when when Safira came out and was doing drag you. Drag you. I mean, for anyone out there, it's it, this clip always bounced around on Twitter of of the Camp Rock scene of like whatever her name is. Maybe it's Selena Gomez, like leading a a, a chanting oh. group of people going Camp Rock, uh-huh. Camp Rock, and I just was getting a bit of that. Um, but I mean, listen, I I can't get mad at like. Uh, Having having covers on those biscuits, like I love that Safira is always trying to get those dancing shoes out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially the character shoes. Uh, yeah. That part with Michelle made me die because of how hard RuPaul was. Laughing. Oh my god, um, RuPaul loved that joke about, about oh covered biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. That's why you need uh, Michelle as like a number two to make RuPaul laugh like that because she knows. Yeah. She knows. You know, and and we'll see how uh, it goes when she's potentially a number one on Down Under, which we'll talk about on. Well, Wings. listen. Yeah. Put a pin on that. Put a yeah, pin in that. Just put a little uh, tease I don't in there. It. Just put a little. I don't believe it. Okay. Um, okay. You know, before we talk about the lip sync, just some um, some quotes to kind of bring out. Uh, give me the burnt edges, bitch, because I like my toast burnt. That is. It's very gospel of RuPaul. Um, it it just makes sense that she would say that. Um, also, the whole deal with Maya and RuPaul being so proud of her because she's letting her child come out, her inner child come out to play, is also part of that, you know, gospel of RuPaul. So she got two of those this week. Well, and yeah, and any you know, longtime listener of What's the Tea knows, yeah, RuPaul. When RuPaul, I that's I think that's how I know that when RuPaul orders toast at a diner, he says, "I want it really well done." No, and you think it's I want it even more well done. I want really burnt toast with lots of butter, and I just like know that about RuPaul. She points to her skin. She's like, "I want it really brown." Yeah, really brown. <laughs> yeah, she points to her skin. That yeah, it's that's uh, that's she how, makes the white people around her very uncomfortable. Exactly. The white you know waitress, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because then the waitress um, says, "Well, how dark do you want your toast?" And Michelle's like, "Oh, uh, well," <sighs> she's like looking around. See that yeah, wooden yeah. booth over there, lighter than that, <laughs> but darker that's than right. that doorway. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, Ru- and RuPaul is just loving, just it. watching. Yeah, RuPaul is just like yeah. loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, listen, there's a, another quote that I wish I had clipped it and I, I just forgot, but I, it, it belongs in the safe zone drama when Q says, what if Maya won? I would shit. Oh, I know. I love that. I love the inclusion of that. Cause I had the same thought. I was like, you yeah, know. they kept that in. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, it, it's just, you gotta be kidding me. What if Maya won? I would shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and especially given, you know, we didn't even talk about Kira Sedgwick's Madeline Kahn impression. Oh God! Oh God! Mom, she's she's an actress, Mrs. Bacon. Yeah, that's Mrs. Bacon. (laughs) Mrs. Bacon. That's Mrs. Bacon. Yeah, no, adorable and sweet and fabulous. You always want a celebrity, particularly an actor, to come on and like risk being silly. Well, you know, lest we forget that Mr. Bacon, Kevin, showed up in those video messages last season with those VHS tapes behind him. <laughs> and right. so right. I really <gasps> I would have really enjoyed if maybe RuPaul could have been loose. like, yeah, <laughs> what's on the tapes? Enough with what's in the dossier. What's on the tapes? What's on, what's the, on the tapes? What was on those tapes? Mr. and Mrs. Bacon. Yeah. What's on those what's tapes? What's on the tapes? 
What do, what do you have? What do you have? Did, did you tape she's having a baby off of TBS at some point? Heart and souls. Is that what it is? You know, was the river wild on at some point on, you know, the Saturday night movie and you wanted to, you wanted to catch the TV version? What wild things can we see on those tapes? Is that what you wanted, Kira? You wanted to see your husband's penis and wild things? Is that what's on those tapes? <laughs> Tell us, Kira. You wanted to see your husband's penis? Yeah. Come fast. Tell us. You, <laughs> you should have left. Yeah. I should tear your eyes out right now. <laughs> Mary. That's little black book. All right, Mary, we're getting a little um we're getting a little uh delirious right now. Let's keep things moving for our Marys. So uh the lip sync happens. I we've talked about this on this podcast plenty of times. Listen, was the lip sync amazing? No. But what was amazing about it was how they decided to just do everything together with the best supporting rose. When that rose fell on the floor, I was very upset. I was very distracted. I was stressed out. And then Tsunami picked it up and gave it to Morphine. And I was like, okay, the kids are all right. Yeah. They're, this is it. This is exactly what you should do with it. They danced together. They kissed um, I don't know. I was I was totally taken by their lip sync together, and I feel the energy of this should have been a double chante. And if you go back and watch it with a little less sentiment, Morphine killed it, and Tsunami didn't. So you send Tsunami home. That's exactly it. So for anyone who doesn't know, the lip sync song was "I Want to Dance with Somebody," which I feels like how did we go this long without this is a lip sync song mm. i love that for the dancing runway challenge they had a, they had this is the lip sync song mm. i'm sure that was all you know very much on purpose um yeah the duetting was great but my god morphine killed this lip sync jesus maria etc and so forth um morphine love hewitt dion michelle yeah Gallery. morphine love dion Hewitt, Michelle Geller, Nee Lang, Estefan Ramirez, uh-huh. Tolucci, Megami. <laughs> you won. Um, uh, yeah, I'm happy about it. Um, I, I don't, I'm not definitely not ready to say goodbye to Morphine. Was I ready to say goodbye to uh, Tsunami? Mary, I got to say, her runways were so good. Um, I'm just a little concerned. Uh, so it would have been great to see her next week. Um, well, and, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's not like she you was going to win. And I get that. Yeah. As Geneva Carr once said, you know, that this is what we signed up for. You know, someone's going home yeah. every week. Like, yeah. Give me the burnt edges. Yeah. Bitch. Right. You, know? you see this color? Um, well, I, you know, I got to give my BSA. I could give my rose to Safira because the what she did in that snatch game, what she does with mm. those character shoes, those crucible, you know, character shoes, those goody Cristal character shoes. Yeah, her goody Safira shoes. I got to give it to – she's a witch. She's Crowner, she's a witch. <laughs> um, I'm going to give my rose to Morphine's 90s inspired Saved by the Bell hoodie that she did her makeup oh, in. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Took my breath away. Yeah. Where the bus fly right. by, it's all right. Um, sorry, I was just I was thinking about that. Uh, all right. Well, then I think that that is probably everything we have to say. 
Yeah, I mean, there's probably another hour's worth of things that we could probably tangent on and, and think about, but we're going to move that on to Nuance. Marius, if you have any thoughts on Season 16's Snatch Game, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And if you want to hear more of me talking about best supporting actresses like Goody Safira in those shoes, uh, you can hear me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram at ColinDrucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, specifically the often aforementioned nuance after show where we're going to catch up on some Mary Mailbag questions. We're going to talk about UK versus the world. We're going to catch up on the latest episode of The Traitors. And so much more and all of that. And then we have to do Only Marys this week where we're going to talk about Little Black Book. So this is a wonderful time to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary. Allrightmary. Our last chance lip sync is a surprise. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord, not Ekin Sue. Oh, dear Lord, not Ekin Sue. Listen, it has to be... A James Brown song. I wanted it to be a Patti LuPone or a Elena song. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's going to be James Brown and it's going to be Papa's got a brand new bag. Which is a reference to the purse that RuPaul was holding on the stage that she didn't know what to do with. It's actually a reference to Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a really great drag queen movie. But yes, Mary, it also has a talking monkey in it at the end. So I just all of the things Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire so here wicked, is uh, James monkey. Brown, wicked, wicked little monkey. Um, the, <laughs> this is James Brown uh, saying Papa's got a brand new bag. Mary's, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you over on Nuance. And please keep serving top teams. Look out for the stairs! Oh, that new breed, hey.